0: To Live from the Path, we're coming to you from the Pathway Studios. Oh, yes, I I here in Johnston Prever. I found these chopsticks on top of the desk. I dug on it. I heard those click that click in my ear and I thought, what is going on over there? Yeah, it's gonna be it's chopsticking. The Arendelle band plus Mike. <laughs> I can kick the table too for a bass drum. It's I got a full kit really. You've been over practicing here. Over Yeah, there, ready right? for action. Yeah. Uh, these were these were not good ideas. All right. Uh mm-hmm. my name is Ben Foos. Thanks for joining us on Live from the Path. Uh, two, two quick things. If you were the person who was using obscenities, uh, for us on our Facebook reel this week, uh, I, you're probably a great person, but your internet behavior is not I, reflecting it. Actually, your internet behavior reflects the internet accurately. Yeah. Actually, I didn't even know if I should respond to it, but I was doing something else. I was just sitting there at the computer and I thought, I mean, I don't know. To be fair, when we get razzed on the internet, Ben will usually send me what someone said and he goes, should I respond to this? And I always say, No. Ben says, "Dang it!" Yeah, <laughs> and uh, then this one, he cut a trail on his own. Like he was apparently on no one was keeping an eye on him. I didn't want to ask. It's just <laughs> like saying, "Hey, uh, hey, wife, can I? Should I stop at the gas station on the way home?" Like I know what she's going to say, and so sometimes you just don't ask. Yeah, I hear what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Here's what we got going on the show this evening. Hey, it has been it has been many a moon since we've seen uh the Jeff Arundel and the band in the studio. Like like pre COVID, I don't want to say that Arendelle caused COVID, but like coincidentally, yeah, he's back out. He was in here, and then everything shut down. And so it's it's not it's not a rumor. It's more like a statement of linear fact: is that Jeff Arendelle happened, and then COVID happened in yeah. that order.
1: Well, you know, when I was here, my voice was really shot. And looking back, it's like, wow, did I have COVID then? But I never got <laughs> tested,
0: so that means I didn't have it, right? Mm, mm-hmm. That's how. That's generally how all diseases work. Yeah, <laughs> pandemics. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So anyway, we're going to catch up with Jeff. We're going to see what's going on uh, in in his world. They're going to play some tunes uh, for us this evening, and then uh, what? Wow, holy cans! The time has has gotten away from us. Okay, so there may be uh, a period of which. I don't want to say we're going to kick Jeff and friends out, but he may leave yeah. uh, unceremoniously. Yeah. Goodbye. And so if that happens... <laughs> Thanks for having us. Yes. yeah, it's, <laughs> He's pre-offended 35 minutes in advance. <laughs> okay. Anyway, that's what we got going on the show. Also, also if you're familiar at all with the thrift store priest, I did, I did have someone come up on Facebook this week, and they were asking us questions about our thrift store priest because they said that they, they've acquired one as well. Really? Uh they did not refer to it as the thrift store priest. But can you can you put this in your camera? Yeah. It's just so people have a sense of the thrift store priest in case they've not seen him. So anyway, uh a few different th- inquiries. If you want to use the life from the path Bob Eisler complaint line 515-517-0085, you can do uh call or text one of two things. One, uh do you have one of these? Like have you have you seen one acquired one? Uh, or whatever. I'd like to understand a little bit of the background so I can be a better facilitator of internet conversation. Isn't it? Isn't it Matthew? Is it? You think this is Matthew, right? I here? think it's a Catholic, uh, a hey. Catholic thing. It's a Saint Matthew. I don't know. Why do you think? That? Wait a minute. Are they, are they? Are the? Are the disciples saints? Does it work like that? Yeah. I'm as, not trying to be offensive. I just, I flat no, out don't know. As a matter of fact, there's a Catholic church in Altoona of which two saints are sharing the same church. I thought it was called St. John and Paul, but it's not. It's called Saints John and Paul. Like, they couldn't decide on one in the committee, and so they had to, they just said, okay, we'll just take them both. Hey, to be fair, John and Paul weren't seen together much, right? They came in, they tussled a little bit, and then Paul cut a trail. He's like, I'm a, I'm a wilderness kind of guy. I can't be hanging around in Jerusalem. Yeah. Anyway. Can we have a can we have a Catholic in here? Just to ask Catholic questions? <laughs> I don't there's so many things I don't understand. I'll see what I can do. All right. I'll see what I can do. Okay. Anyway, also number two, if you have one and you want to get rid of it, you Are just, you talking about a Catholic still? No. <laughs> oh, no. Listen, I'm I do not think that's allowed. Um but if you have a thrift store priest and you're like, I was thinking about throwing it out, you let me know. I'll pay for the shipping. I want you to send it to me. Five one five five one seven zero zero eight five. Call or text on the bye bye Eisenlauer. Life from the Path complaint line. You can also complain on it, which is what it's actually for, as opposed to buying third-rate wooden goods. Yeah. But uh, either one. You can do either one. All right. All right. Arendale, what are you doing stop that you're on the radio sorry Jeff pull yourself together
1: I was like I'm trying to get in tune I don't know when you're gonna throw it my way so oh, okay no, or maybe a, you won't now that's a,
0: call. that's a good that's uh, a good booh you tune up as well you, I might throw it your way <laughs> okay uh, all right so so Jeff uh here's the thing Jeff and uh friends have been a uh, longtime friend of the program yes uh I, I think he has the auspicious uh notoriety of being uh, the musician that's been on the show the most Really? I, be- I believe that is the case, which either speaks, well, I don't, I'm not sure if it speaks highly of either one of us, but anyway, <laughs> I'm glad for it. Well, yeah. I I'm mean, glad, to, glad to see the fellas back in the studio. So let's just catch up uh, real quick, uh, mustard style, on with Jeff and how things have been going. So let maybe maybe fly over the summer. How was mm-hmm. the summer for Jeff Herondale?
1: Oh, the summer was great. We had uh, lots of opportunities to play. State fair again, great crowd, great response. Uh, boy, we, we played at the... Uh, where else did we play? Oh, we played at the Dallas County Fair this year, and uh, that was fun and hot and sticky and uh, well-attended. Uh, the races were well-attended, not so much when we played, but uh, uh, several churches. We, we we still go around to churches and stuff. We got to go to a thing called a listening room, the Bixler 108 in Unionville, Missouri. We opened up for a, a country singer-songwriter. If you know what a listening room is, it's just a place that somebody has made... Where somebody for with a small crowd, it's more intimate, and you can get up and close and personal with uh, with an artist. And uh, so we did that. Open for somebody booked in there for next year, next October. We get to go back if we're still alive and together. Who nice. knows? Nice. Wow. Yeah. yeah.
0: Hey, couple of caveats. I say the same thing, man. I said, hey, man, I'm going to go to the store on Thursday. If I'm still alive, <laughs> yeah. What and, an odd way to look at life. <laughs> and together, <laughs> and, and together. Well, I might go to the store if we're not together. <laughs>
1: yeah, we were. We were at the end of the summer. Boy, what we do? We were down in Smithville for Nehemiah Fest again. That was our fourth time there. We got to play on the big stage there and uh, opened up Friday evening there. Just rocked up the place. Our uh, we've we've uh, let's see. We've got we lost a drummer. Got a former drummer back. No, yeah, we got we we lost a drummer, got a new drummer for two and a half years. He moved away to Missouri, couldn't get far enough away soon enough. He's yeah. in Hannibal, um, you know, trying to be uh, a drummer. And uh and then so when he moved, our prior drummer came back and just fit right in. Now
0: he's getting ready to leave. So it seems like a real soap opera Aaron. It you? is. Yeah. It is, yeah. <laughs> Who cares, right? <laughs> so you've been you've been doing this quite a while now. Yeah um what What keeps you motivated to do? I mean, like um, for those of you guys who haven't been, you know, been in bands and whatever, this is not easy. Like you're trying to shag gigs all over the place, like make it worth your time to 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 go out. Um, It's it's uh, playing the show really isn't the work. It's lugging the junk in and out. It's having to practice for the thing. It's having to negotiate with the guy to show up to the place. Um, Sometimes it's the gas, and so like um, there's a cost to it. Yeah. And so, what what keeps you guys motivated to uh, to to keep playing music for the Lord in the way that you do?
1: You know, Jason and I, we were talking about this on our way back from it's the money. Yeah, clearly. clearly. Okay, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, obviously, <laughs> it's the greenbacks. No, we're we're uh, we're we're both we're we're artists. Uh, we got a passion for music. We got a passion for doing these songs for the uh, the purpose of Christ. Our mission is we point people to Christ through music. And so any opportunity, we get to do that. And, you know, one of the things that's really rewarding was like yesterday. We were at a church yesterday morning in Newton, packed house, and the spirit showed up, and they let us crank it up, and we got to play some extra tunes, and they had a potluck afterwards. So that's always helpful as well. So, yeah, yeah, uh, it defrays the cost. Talking to people, meeting people, seeing old friends. We come and we see Dan about once or twice a year. Yep, you um we uh (laughs) we uh, what else oh just being an artist you know just loving to to write and put melodies together to record got to do a little bit of that this summer with uh co-writes with with a buddy on the north side of town here in the des moines area he's got a little in-home studio so been putting some things together in anticipation of heading back down to Nashville in uh, early December. So nice. excited about that. Now, I don't know about these guys. You each have about 15 seconds to tell, you, tell them what motivates you. <laughs> what, what he said. Yeah,
2: okay. okay.
0: <laughs> got it. Got it. Uh, if I, if I follow correctly, the tally was the Holy Spirit macaroni salad. And Dan Hudson. These are the reasons. These are the reasons why people do anything. <laughs> exactly. Okay. Well, mm. let's let's do this before we dig into uh, any more uh, detail. Let's uh, let's let's have a tune. So, tell me about this uh, first tune that you're going to play. This
1: tune. This first tune is uh, is called Jesus Guy, and it's really a song about how um, well, like the disciples were on the boat, and uh, Christ was sleeping, and there was a purpose for them to be there. Uh, or along those same lines, Jonah was running away from God, and uh, God put him in. Well, I, I'm getting them all this, the Bible stories mixed up. Jesus loves me, this I know. For <laughs> it does me so. No, it's it's we get put into storms, and we wonder why. And um, I believe that there is a purpose for each time that happens. It's to grow us. It's to draw us closer to Him. It's to fulfill the mission or or cause that He has for us. The real tough part is when he doesn't let you out of the uh, uh, storm, Mm -hmm. and maybe it gets worse, and he tests your love for him and your dependence on him. So Jesus Guy is uh, basically that's what it's about.
0: Okay, awesome. I'm excited. So uh, you are listening to uh, the Jeff Anderdale Band here on Live from the Path performing The Jesus Guy. Kill. Jesus guy by the uh, Jeff Arendale band. Okay, now I forgot to ask. What are these are these hits uh these one of the things you're working on or is this one already available?
1: Uh no, this is working on. It's uh it might make the final cut when we uh when I go to Nashville. The uh you know, it's been fun. God blesses uh me with times of creativity. Yeah. And uh the spirit leads in writing these tunes and so I haven't been back to Nashville for uh since before the pandemic. So I have a stockpile of songs, and so uh, this is one that might make the cut. One of these, um, I don't know how many you're going to let us do today, but uh, I think twelve is what the contract says, right?
0: Yeah, today. I think that's yeah. about right. Yeah, yeah. we're going to mm-hmm. turn off the lights after three, but I mean, you can keep on a rocket. Now, do the people of Nashville know you caused the pandemic, or is that something you're going to share with them, like later on? <laughs> where do, hey, what do you go to eat down there? Like, is there a place where, like, uh, when you visit Nashville, you go? I got to, I got to go there to eat.
1: You know there's a little uh, a neighborhood um, steakhouse down there there's no way anybody's heard of it but uh, it's called the Texas Roadhouse it's <laughs> on the south on 65 it's local's very local very special you know you know i to be honest with you um there isn't anything uh, special or any place special to me it's more about just immersing myself in the music and those people and the history of the place i love going down on to the rhyme and is uh, mm-hmm. just how awesome would it be able to, to be to preach there um, I've actually performed there uh, during the tour <laughs> Uh-huh, uh-huh. There's a guitar up on stage, and you get to stand in front of an old uh, WSN microphone. And so I performed a song uh, oh, no. at the Ryman stage. Okay, hold on a second. That I
0: got confused because when you said during the tour, it sounded like during your like <laughs> no, no no music no. tour. But what you mean is they let you take a tour of the Ryman. Yes. And there's a guitar there that everyone gets. Okay.
1: Yeah yeah yeah. And you get your. <laughs> it's a Polaroid too. First class Polaroid. Okay. I've got nice. it
0: somewhere. Yeah. But now okay. I'm gonna. I, that was a real artsy answer. You gave me like i don't go there for the food i i mean everywhere i go i buy a donut like i'm like i gotta try a donut here maybe a donut is different <laughs> barbecue in, in portland maine yeah, yeah well yeah okay so is there but there's uh you guys go to to nehemiah fest in missouri like there's yeah. a few places you go pretty consistent consistently yeah. oh. is there any place where you're like dude if we go there yes. we need to eat at this place
1: oski we, we go oh. to uh what's the name of that italian restaurant that's right there off the square oh i can't think of it uh, <laughs> it's Olive the God. Olive Garden, the, the Milan Roadhouse. <laughs> <laughs> no, what's it called? But we we uh, we uh, we go. We played a radio station down there. We played at um, um, uh, concert on the square down there. Mm-hmm. And uh, whenever we go down there, we're on the radio down there. Uh, I would say, guys, I'll buy you lunch. On the way back, and so we stopped there. Amazing, amazing pizza. And nameless place. Nameless place. Oh,
0: I can't <laughs> yeah. think yeah. of the name Man, of it. Man, you could have kept them in business, there uh, Dale, but not today. <laughs> uh, I don't okay. think they have any trouble. That place is packed, usually. So, yeah. <laughs> okay. That does actually make me curious. Uh for, Again, for the complaint line, we'll keep you guys busy today. 515-517-0085. Call or text. Is there a place... You, if Arendelle and, and, and Jason and uh, the band are, are traveling about, uh, where do they need to eat? Have them pick the place to eat first. Say, look, if you're going to travel somewhere, go to here and eat, and then they can book a gig around it. There's a justification. Like, I heard there was a really good place in Moberly, Missouri. And uh, I'm going to go to the funny pages, as a matter of fact, in Moberly. And they say, well, we've got to book a gig. got to. Oh. We- From what I've heard, you
2: need to go to Hattie B's for hot chicken in Nashville. Okay. Hattie All right. B's. All right. Uh, Hattie B's. Really? Okay. Well, Dan attests to it. Hattie Dan's, B's.
0: Dan's been there.
1: All right. What
2: about okay, this? Just...
1: The Rendezvous in uh, Memphis. Have you been there? Barbecue. Uh-huh. Oh, Down to
0: Rendezvous. Okay. Okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, rendezvous. That. Yeah. Uh, we two should probably go, go there time. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, we're taking the show on the road. <laughs> oh, <don't
3: hit> me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I do have a question about the tunes there, Dale. Yeah. So, like, uh, it, two questions. Is one... This is going to sound weird because we know the same Jesus. But like, do you ever do you ever find it hard to write like like to to write a song, right? Because there's so much to be said and and people have been following Yahweh for centuries upon centuries, right? And so like uh, coming up with a thing to say or like an original way of of maybe presenting feelings or thoughts or whatever. It seems like it's there's just a lot based out of scripture and a lot Based on people's our own lives, and like, do you ever struggle with uh, writing a song that way? Yeah, I th- I th- that's a that's a really good
1: question. Yeah, I do, but um, I'm under some really great teaching, and uh, you know, it's all uh, inspired by God's word and uh, uh, the Holy Spirit's leading. And um, I'm, matter of fact, I'm working on a song right now called um, Holy, Holy, Holy. I don't know if you've ever heard of that before. Yeah.
0: <laughs> if, if, that, if that's ever <laughs> crossed your ears. <laughs>
1: um, it, it kind of is. But also, you know, some of it's autobiographical. Uh, some of it's uh, in the moment. Yeah. Some of it's a situation. Um, I think of the title cut for the first CD was uh, not here for me. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was written out of a um, a time of sadness and sorrow, and a friend that uh, you know, a time of hurt. Yeah. And um, you know, rather, and I, I really think God put me in that storm uh, as a test, but also to grow. And uh, out of that came the song. Um, Uh, Not here for me, and just worshiping through that pain, worshiping through maybe it's an illness or whatever, but uh, worshiping through a broken relationship or et cetera, et cetera. So yeah, um, and but then also there is always a a biblical, whether it's a worship song or a Christian rock song or whatever, there's always a biblical uh, premise or or support uh, through scripture. So
0: all right yeah i don't know mike didn't you have two questions yeah i yeah i just i i find like i'm only looking at it through my own lens because like let's say a year ago i come up with this idea right and i'm gonna write i'm gonna write a song i think to myself and i title it throne room of the king mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. i think this one's gonna rock and then i stared at the title for a year and a half and here we are at least to today where i've not written any of it yeah. and i thought i have nothing to say you know what I'm saying? Like I have, yeah. I, and I'm not like uh, overly poetic. I don't really write songs like uh, with lyrics ever, you know? And so like, but I thought I just, that I feel like God has had to have gifted people to be able to express like, uh, you know, something that your heart would want to say uh, through the limited scope that our language can handle and be able to do it over and over again and be yeah. able to do it with something that other people can relate to. Like I just, I'm just amazed by it really. You know, like i just, I would struggle, I would struggle to even, it's like, it's like uh, when you're praying, you know, sometimes in front of a large group, you're like, I, f- I sound like a, like a doofus. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, I mean everything I'm saying, but it turns out I'm a genuine doofus. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and like, but other people will pray as if they're just, they their name is Steve Psalms. You know what I'm saying? Like they just rock this. This beautiful thing, and it's all true, and they're not being fake, and they're not trying to like Steve. gain approval. <laughs> Steve, <song. laughs>
4: I just if that doesn't make it on a hat, I'm,
0: it. I'm just I'm saying.
3: Steve,
4: so.
0: I see, I struggle with the psalms because, like, I'll read them, and I'm like, David, you could have just said, "I'm kind of upset right now," and God, I'm holding you responsible. Yeah, and that, that's the, like the whole chapter. Actually, you know, I, I, show. I do <laughs> think <laughs> I do think that's. That's interesting. A lot of great art um the reason people connect with it it isn't because that they feel like it's really great art it's because it found a way to articulate something that they would have said if they were capable of saying it. Yes, that sounds really right. Right? Like you like you and this is why you latch on to a to a worship tune or to a poem or even like a scripture like something gets said and you're like boy like I I wanted I wish I could have said that not in like a like a jealous way But like you found something That articulated you In a way that With words that you couldn't Quite find on your own I find yes. that's like I connect with literature Very in, in that way Where someone says something I'm like wow Like I wish I could I, I I would want to have said that if it this person has found a way to – like, inherently, we're selfish. You find someone who articulates something that you would have agreed with, and you go, oh, that or guy's you, good. <laughs> or you wish that you saw it that way, right? Yes. Like, it, it's, it like just as like what Jeff's saying, like, when you sit under uh, good teaching, right? Like, when they, it gets taught in a way, and you're like, man, I never thought about it that yeah. way. And you're yeah. like, how could I possibly have never thought about it that way? Yeah. It seems so obvious right now. But, like, once again, it's one of those Holy Spirit things that, like, if you'd – if it's if you would have thought about it that way 5 years ago it wouldn't have meant anything to you or you wouldn't have had the right output right and sometimes it just takes like god's timing and giving you ears to hear to go here i mean for you to hear this today mm-hmm. and apply it for the thing that's happening to you so like i just i like the the fact that like you can continue to write music and continue to put songs out um that people can relate with and it can point them to jesus and i think Man, I just uh, I feel like I'd run out of words and thoughts, you know <laughs> yeah, well the other thing too that I keep in mind and we're I'm
1: reading a book now called a Praying Life that's applicable to this, Paul Miller's book, just talking about how Christ wants us to come to him like children that that means when when we pray, we shouldn't try to say we should come broken and stupid and not knowing the right words or whatever and and he knows our hearts and and the Holy Spirit is also praying for us. And our behalf as well. So it's kind of along those same lines. So when I write a song, it's like I put on my dunce hat and say, "All right, God, what are we going to do?" Yeah. The other thing too. The other thing too that's kind of interesting. You know, somebody like Paul McCartney and other amazing songwriters, they talk about songs are in the air. And um, mm. if you if you apply that from our perspective, uh, a Holy Spirit, it, sometimes it's just a gift. It's like, wow, where did that come from? You right. Know, have I heard it?
0: Right. Actually, that's that's real interesting. Like, um, it feels like you are grabbing a moment, not because it's necessarily in front of you, but like all the variables of whatever the song is to be is just sitting around you. Mm -hmm. Um, And you could have contemplated it for another, you know, 10 years and it may or may not have done anything. As a matter of fact, I remember seeing something that's interesting. You brought up Paul McCartney that like... um, Oftentimes, I remember him saying that him and John Lennon both would write, and they would just like fill like whatever words, like cereal, like whatever words yeah, were yeah. in their head, and then like you give it twenty five minutes, thirty minutes, and the the song would come. I always felt that okay, this is going to be super metaphysical. What I'm gonna say, but like I, I I remember a distinct time when I was at work and I thought of something, and someone's like, "Wow, that's a great idea," and I felt real good about it. Except for then, I thought I felt like I was taking. I was taking credit for something that I didn't do. Like, I just sat there. I was just staring at something, and whatever this notion was popped into my mind, and then I spoke it. Like, uh, So whatever, like, part of me is your brain coming up with the stuff for God is providing, like, I didn't really make any effort. It was just there. And uh, I think a lot of times— You know, like good art, good music, and good even even stuff that you teach, Dan. I don't know if you ever like you're you're making notes and you wrote something like, "Well, hot dang, that's pretty good, actually." (laughs) But like, man, I'm good. (laughs) It surprised you because you didn't craft it right. Like it was just there, and I and I feel like it's it's kind of in the same vein.
1: Yeah, definitely, definitely.
5: What are you guys doing? Are you fighting over the microphone? What are we, children? Speak, Dan. (laughs) Hey, yeah. So, uh, I wrote a song when I was in my 20s. Uh huh. It was great and uh no really i it just came to me just like what you're saying <laughs> okay yeah I, I, except it wasn't great oh <laughs> you, you know i mean it, this was like when hymns ruled the world right yeah. so uh and i and i'm thinking this is a great song and i and i couldn't even tell you what it is today but uh, i thought it just i just kept singing over and over in my head uh, this is a great little chorus you know yeah and I thought, I'm going to introduce this at church. This is going to be, it's going to be, I'll be Chris Tomlin before he was, you know? <laughs> and uh, it's going to be wonderful. And, and I got up there and and I said, Hey, I heard this song. So I totally lied. I, I'm introducing <laughs> it with a lie. It's a bit bomb, so I didn't want to take credit for it. And I heard this song. I, I want to sing it. Let's sing it together. And they all looked at me. I sang this song. And they looked at me like, That is the stupidest thing I've heard in my entire <laughs> life. So, I mean, it, truly, there's 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 something to being able to, to put something in, into to a, a song and in, some yeah. artistry and, and have it mean something rather than just like you know some dude driving around a car thinking this is gonna be great it's fantastic <laughs> anyway yeah, yeah. <laughs> i went back to preaching
0: <laughs> uh okay speaking of uh putting awesome songs together let's let's kick off song uh song number two what else you got in the docket here do uh,
1: well this is one that's called uh running man a bit of uh autobiographical stuff where um prodigal son uh Gave my life to Christ, believer's baptism, moved away from my disciple uh, family area and, uh, you know, ran away. thought I could figure out, you know, this stuff on my own. I didn't need God. He all the time was um, uh, pursuing me as I was running away from him. So it's not exactly what happened because there's also um, a a verse about a woman who was running away as well. But in the end, God reveals... their need to them the fact that they need him and uh, so there's redemption at the end as well so uh, this is called running man all right you ready for this one guys <laughs>
4: Tells me
0: I like that one. Yeah. You know, Aaronale, I feel like your tunes over the years have become more swampy. Yeah. <laughs> you feel that? You feel that's been happening? Jason, Wh- what do you think? Yeah. Swampy. Yeah. They talk about it when you're not in the van. <laughs> <laughs> Say, Arendelle's getting swampy. <laughs> uh, I discovered Drop D. Uh, <laughs> and, uh,
1: that's the- where it starts. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. Yeah. I dig that one. Now- it's, fu- it's funny what we were talking about, right? Like that song's a perfect example of that. And and almost this seems to be a part when you struggle is like we get too far separated from the moment when we knew that that was true, right? Like a uh, prodigal son style, like when we come back and you're like, man, this is his love and his mercy has caused all this and you know it. And it's a hundred percent fact. And then like fast forward 10 years and we've either not surrounded ourselves with people and watched them experience the same thing, you know, to where that moment like lost some of its weight and you get kind of confused and like, that's where all of our, Like rule based Christianity fails, kind of show up. Like when you're guided by that moment when you realize everything that God said about Himself and you was true, and like it changes your entire moment, and you and you're like you don't you're not even thinking how to behave. You're just let you're like God, do whatever, do what uh, uh, just Holy Spirit choose, or like I'll read or what I'm in whatever it is, you know. And then we and then we get farther away from that moment. And then it it just it loses its its power. Maybe that's the encouragement is to like even listen to that song. I just started thinking about like the time when that happened to me and the number of people I know where like I happened to be able to be there when that moment happened for them. And it just reignites the thing that you know is absolutely true. Yeah, actually, I talked to it. I had a, somebody call me tonight, and they were um, they just wanted me to, to to pray with them, and it was around like. Hey man, I know all this stuff is true, but like moments are killing me. This last two days, like I recognize that, like there's just stuff popping up into my head and making me feel a certain way about my life and where my life is going. And he goes, I just know it's not true, but doggone it, like I I just need someone to pray with me. And like I, I one of the things I told him was, is it's interesting, is that like there's there's no there's there's nothing unhealthy about that. Right, like the healthy part is recognizing it and going, "Hey, man, someone's trying to sell me a bill of goods here." Like I knew the thing to be true, and these moments in front of me are telling me lies, or they're making me think something that otherwise I know not to be right. But like um, one of the things I was thinking of after the conversation with this guy was, um, I I, it's it's I I very much sympathize where you start piling moment upon moment and upon moment, and it will overwhelm you, and it starts to skew what you think about the world and the things you don't remember. It's the reason that's so valuable to do. To raise an Ebenezer to keep a like the memories of where I, I, I knew at this moment God was here and He was sovereign and He was good in my life uh, because two days from now I might get caught in a situation where like I'm prone to forgetting completely what that reality was like because like we're such we're so fickle on what we feel and what we take in around us and so um, yeah it's the it's the leaky vessels. Yeah. Right? Like we got a we gotta we're a vessel, but there's a hole in the bottom. And if you don't stay close to the source, yeah. you empty. Mm-hmm. <laughs> -hmm. Okay. I'm I'm writing a song called Leaky Vessels. Yeah. Yeah. Leaky Vessels. (laughs) Stay out of it, (laughs) Arendelle. It's already copywritten. (laughs)
1: Everything that comes out of your mouth is already copywritten. The
0: room of the king. (laughs)
1: Leaky Vessels.
0: (laughs) Actually, that's not bad. (laughs) Leaky Vessels
1: is me in the middle of the night.
0: Arendelle, honestly. I told you he was getting swampy. <laughs> as soon as you it, told him it was internet radio, this would come yeah. out. <laughs> he says, you mean we can use them four-letter words? <laughs> now, that's, now, that was my fault. He th- he thought the word leaky has only got four word letters in it. We, we didn't talk. We didn't run these things by him. Okay, let's do this. Like uh, So we go into the night because our wives don't care. Uh, but uh, you fellas have legit things to do. So let's do this. Let's. Let's hit song. Actually, I'm gonna I'm gonna say nice things about you and where they can find information about you, okay. and then we'll hit song three. Okay, and uh, and then you guys can sneak cool. out cool, cool. before that the people recognize you were here. Yeah. Um. And no. Uh. So still Jeff Yep. Jeff Let's see. Facebook
1: at uh, Jeff Arendale Band. Yep. Uh. Are Instagram. you a frequent poster on the social medias? Yes. Yes. Um. You know, it especially when we've got something coming up, or something's going on with somebody in the band, or at a rehearsal, or recording, or, you know, it's doing something like that, but yep. Uh, definitely, yep.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, awesome. So you can still hit up com. Hey, tis the season to give your favorite friend, loved one, or uh, enemy co-worker the gift of music. And so if you go to com, you can pick up a... Uh... Wait, if someone buys it, do you have to ship it out personally? Uh yes okay hey Just buy it pick- from buy it yeah. from the website yeah yeah <laughs> that's I'm oh sorry. yeah do you got any pressed vinyl I do not you know mm. and I've thought
1: about that and maybe that with this next project but yeah uh,
0: I mean you told that joke earlier and there was no filter on that. But when it came to printing out some vinyl, you got to hesitation? Yeah. Uh, yeah He's obviously. debating and he wants to know if the wax cylinder is going to come back. And so you don't want to jump on the technology, ret- retro technology, too, early. <laughs> they? What, what's the original one with Thomas well,
1: got, Edison? Was the you got tendon. burned on all those eight tracks. Yeah. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's right. What am I going to do with all these Richard Marks? <laughs>
1: you know, and I just, I had a huge collection and I just uh, sold them for pennies on the dollar. It's like, oh. oh
0: it's not oh, the right thing. No. To do. <laughs> Part Wait, of what, my heart. What was the what was the top one? The one where you're like, boy, if I could hold on to any, it doesn't make any sense, but oh, I would keep gosh, this one. Gosh, probably get, Abbey Road. I'm a Beatle oh. guy. So. You had Abbey Road on eight track? Uh, and,
1: uh, <laughs> no, no, no. It was on vinyl. Oh, oh we we're talking oh, vinyl. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't have eight track. Yeah, because oh, okay. I love that. <laughs> <laughs> that was never distracting. But.
0: Okay. All right. So uh, do that. You can also listen on uh, wherever your uh, digital music is listened to. Uh, yeah. However, listen, uh, Arendelle doesn't make very much money if you listen to one of the digital. So if you're going to listen to it, you got to listen to it like 780 times. So you, you can get a couple pennies or maybe a yeah. quick trip hot dog or something. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. All right. But keep an eye on, sign up for the socials. Uh, and so you can tell when they're, they're going to be out and about. Now, here's the thing I would encourage you in, and this is different in my environment, I I, I grant, because as a house church, uh, we're just invading people's places. And so if Arendale was playing somewhere close, we might go, hey, man, we're all going, and we just might go to that church. Yeah. I know that's not feasible for everybody, but like uh, wherever the people of Jesus are meeting, feel free to go out and yes. uh, and check it out. Whether Arundel is there or not, yeah. um, it's good to just uh, every once in a while just meet the people of Jesus where they're at. And so uh, if it oh, yeah. happens to be coinciding with the worship leading by uh, Jeff Arundel and crew, then you should yeah, do that.
1: Yeah, and I would also put out there, too, house concerts of fun. So oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, if anybody—you know, there's not a lot of venues for straight Christian bands, and, yeah. and, I'm, and I'm just bashful, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I don't usually uh, do that too much, but but uh, not against it at all. So Do they—I um, mean, do you, uh,
0: do you have to negotiate the rate?
1: Uh, whatever I mean, we we do it for the fun. we do it uh, connect. Uh, okay, we do it for the fellowship. we do it for the money, rice, right. <laughs> crispy streets, right, yeah right yeah. okay, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's all negotiable. so okay, uh, yeah. okay,
0: all right. press A, don't accept his first offer, yeah. Okay. arendelle's easily yeah, moved the art of negotiation is, <laughs> yes, oh, that'll right. be
1: five hundred dollars please Heck, what <laughs>
0: only 25 sold we're yes we'll play. do it we don't have rice krispies but we have crispy rice that came in the bag is that gonna work <laughs> work. i'm really interested in the name of this last song because the first two have been something man something man yeah, yeah. yeah. oh are you, seriously uh, yeah yeah, yeah you're playing
1: man jesus
0: guy not Jesus, ah. man. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it. Then. Okay, <laughs> Wait, that good. that. Okay. That was a
1: good prediction, though. A sab- this one... Sabbath dude. <laughs> I think it's... Okay,
0: <laughs> tell us about <laughs> the third Holy, holy, moly. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this one's called... Uh, are you ready? ready? I am a man. Oh. Yeah, so... There is a
0: theme in here, though. There is.
1: There's a lot of testosterone in these two. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and this is actually a lament um, uh, a little bit. Boy, yesterday we were at this church, and after we got done, you know, we had food and but this guy came up and said today just absolutely rocked I mean it we come to this church regularly and and the Holy Spirit shows up and we worship and and we can feel the presence of the Holy Spirit here Today just was different it rocked and he was telling me his testimony he said I never if you would have told me you know a year ago that I'd be attending church regularly and doing a Bible study, but, man, I am on fire. My life has changed. It's turned around not because of anything that I've done other than to recognize who Christ is and and who he is and who he is to me and what he's done for me in addition to the world. So uh, this is a little bit about, you know, kind of somebody uh, along those lines who recognizing he comes from a long line of sin. Um, but um, is able to, and and is a little bit ashamed uh, about what he's maybe drugged the Holy Spirit through, you know, the sin in his life, and mm-hmm. seeing that thing, and uh, seeing that kind of stuff. But also recognizing that God was man, or Jesus was man, but also God, and and He's alive today um, at the right hand of God uh, as our advocate, and just, uh, uh, yeah, fighting for us. Okay. Awesome. Yes. All right. This is called "Am I Man." Now, this one really has a really cool lead part on it, but uh, Mark couldn't be here, so uh, you come up with the own lead in your head. All right. We can We're sing gonna, it. We, give know, me, I give mean, me we, the gist we, of it.
0: We'll, we can yeah, woo it. Yeah. A, all right. Here
1: we go. Uh, not a drop D, but it's a bit swampy. Here we go.
4: a yeah, I know where I've been The long long road Taking my share on the chin. I will confess Bearing witness to my I know
0: That was uh, uh, Jeff Arendale with the Jeff Arendale Band. Uh, at least some, like, we just fit three in. We fit three of the fellas in. Thanks for joining us, fellas, tonight. Yeah. Uh, so here's what we're going to do. Um, boy, we just haven't had to do this in a while. We're going to take, like, a quick break. If you're on the podcast, you're probably not even going to notice the difference. And uh, we'll be right back with the uh, some advice and uh, Worst Christmas Presents for Dudes, which I wanted to talk about because I saw a catalog today and it was because the Christian catalog is embarrassing. Anyway, uh, we'll pick up uh, back with you here in just a moment uh, here on Live from the Path. Well, welcome back to uh, Live from the Path. Like I said, it feels like just a moment for you. It has been uh, many a moon for us. And so uh, welcome back. Okay, here's where we go. We've got to check up the show, though. So stuff it's we got to the do. second time you've used the phrase many a moon. I said it ten times yesterday. I'm actually on the decline. Hmm. Many because, a moon. Because one How many my, months? One of my kids asked, like, uh, what do they mean by, like, three moons? And so I said, I like she was in a book she was reading. I said, well, it's, it, they mean three days. Like I saw the moon three times, and she goes, well, why couldn't you just say three suns? I said, I don't know, man. It just seems right. I, I just people
5: say moons. Hey, man. Speaking of moon, Friday night, I think I'm I'm feeling like some popcorn, right? And I think I'm just gonna go to a movie theater and get some popcorn. Yeah. Then I thought I'm just gonna see a movie, and then I'm like, you know. My wife was doing a women's retreat thing. Yeah. So I thought, oh, this is Flowers, Killers of the Flower Moon thing. I thought, that, that sounds interesting. My wife would not do that. It's a three and a half hour movie. Oh, I, did, I, didn't, I didn't look. I just wanted popcorn. It's epic. But it was a good I've, movie. Oh. I've never in my life thought,
2: I just want popcorn. I'm going to go to the theater where I can spend $11. You, you dollars don't know a how to
5: live. What that is was, that is living. Well, I mean, three I three do half hate half popcorn. popcorn I missed so. it. Oh, I love popcorn. What would you say? What was three and a half hours? The movie. Which movie did you see? Uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. It's a story I'd never Mikey heard about. It's a real story it. based on a real Sorry, story. I wasn't yeah. paying attention. It's it's crazy. It's incredible.
0: Yeah. I thought you wouldn't go see that Duck Commander movie. They have a movie now. Yeah, it's called Blind in the Blinds from the Blind. Yeah, the what? <laughs> whatever. I went and saw it. It was all right. If this it's popcorn? Blind? I'm there.
5: Yeah. Okay.
0: All right. Here. So uh, we're gonna talk about the show. We got some <laughs> Ask the Pastor. Yes. I, I just I I mean I can't we can't spend too long on it. But like I got a Christian book catalog which comes in I don't know once every couple months or something. And these holiday gifts for men... Oh, no. ...were, ter- I mean, just yeah. terrible. Are there socks? They're terrible. Yeah, like, Ties. socks. There was, yeah, a tie with the thing. Like, there were oh, multiple statues of some sort of Roman soldier, armor of God-looking yeah. thing. Oh. and oh, uh no. And multiple, multiple screwdriver kits. Like, Get your hudgin- husband a
2: legionnaire or a screwdriver kit. <laughs> right. And, and, like, these were things, like, if... As
0: a dude... If you needed a screwdriver, you would, you would never yeah, reach exactly. for this pile of Do you cramps. want this three dollar multi tool, like this that's got the like a scripture on it or something? <laughs> yeah.
5: And I thought <laughs> so. It was twenty five dollars. These, These are like
2: <laughs> terrible. A, a proverb about being a handy person.
5: Anyway, oh, like Lord what? what I don't know. If someone were to get let you, let the Lord build the house.
0: As a, a Christian esque gift, as a dude for Christmas, like what
2: would be a good one? I expect a rock that just says, "On this rock."
5: I want some Christian Cologne. Christian Cologne. I don't know, it's like, got, there's got to be Frankincense.
0: Good. I don't know. It smells like certain scenes from the Bible. <laughs> yeah.
2: oh, please, we do need to do that. It's essentially like a scent, like uh, uh, just a flight of scents, and it's all the different things of some of the major stories. Really? Jonah's just smells real sea-like uh-huh. and breezy. Yeah, we could do that. Like we, we could, could do make a oh, mint.
0: absolutely. We two could do, sprays of Saul in a cave,
2: valley of bones, <laughs> like.
0: <laughs> this is great. You, you smell that? Ooh, you can get a whole
5: line bones? going on Alibaba. It,
2: <laughs> it smells specifically <laughs> like dry bones rising. Like, I don't know how you got that from it. <laughs> oh, yeah. We got to contact
0: a perfumer. Hey, Sweet. sea salt, caramel. <laughs> you guys remember the worship? No, Mount What's the worship song where they go, um, just like the man who was thrown on the bones of Elisha? Yeah. There ain't anything that he can't do. What's that? Rattle. Yeah. Okay, it's from the song Rattle. Have you guys heard that? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. So I come across mm. that in scripture this week. at like... The worship song, it's been a while since I'd read it, and so I'd, I forgot the story. And the worship song makes it sound like someone had gone out and like, hey, let's resurrect a man and throw him on the bones of Elisha. They accidentally threw, they didn't mean to bring the man back to life. They just tried to bury him in the same cave, well, Elisha, really Elisha's bones were, and then he, he resurrected. And no, I'm you like, took, the song didn't imply that. I'm just saying. You know, we've had a run with Dear Life from the Past lately where you just make up your own story and then you put that as part of the answer. No that's what happened to you last last time. No it is not. Yeah, no, I listened not. back to it and I'm like I was right no, for sure. No. And so this, you're doing the same thing with this Elijah story and the song Rattle. I'm Rattle saying, did not say that they intentionally were trying to raise we a man. He intentionally raised this man by throwing him onto <laughs> the bones of the... Elijah. Yeah, it was, just ask the man. Leaky Just verso. ask him. Uh, if there's anything that God can't do. Yeah. Right? And but he's going Im- to say, yeah, oh. he rose a guy from the dead, even if I, I had no intention he didn't to have he even it ask. They just tried what the But they the didn't say he asked. Ah. <laughs> It's,
5: oh, it's just the I haven't read that one for a while. And I got to refresh my memory. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On
0: that. It's it's like two verses. It's just it's, but yeah, but yeah,
5: I mean, I'm just thinking of all the all the. I mean, what? Has everybody started bringing their dead relatives there now? I mean, like, I, I mean, that what, 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 what happens move? from that? It's like the pet cemetery. What if you threw a live guy in there? Would he be like ultra alive? Feel real
0: He was filled with the spirit.
5: <laughs> and like, so the guy comes back to life. Is he healed of what killed him, or does he just have to die again? That like, would crap, now I have cancer again. Distinction. Oh, like right dude, in front of the bones.
2: Dude got speared in a battle. Still has the gash in his side. He's finally resurrected, peace. but it's like. Fellas, we still got a problem here. I still have this whole. Arr! The blood's agushing like,
5: again.
0: God's like, I bought you like ten minutes to do something, you guys.
2: You <laughs> could have made something happen.
3: Oh, no, that's
2: great. Okay. That awful. all right. So, okay, so uh, any other
0: uh, gifts that you would like to get? No, I don't want any gift like that. Just know me as a person. No, Wait, you know what? Well, I, what kind? Of, that's a hard gift. Here's here's what you can give me. Know me entirely. No,
2: <laughs> I want no, to be no. I did not say know me entirely, you creeper. No, you I did. said know me as a person, which is a perfectly understandable thing to say. You guys are already blowing out of proportion. You know me. If you're getting me a gift, there's a chance that you know that I probably like cooking, or there's plenty of YouTube shows that I watch that you can grab a hold oh, of. I you thought, thought you were saying that was the gift. Yeah. No, grilling it's a no to know me. <laughs> you terrifying. I'm not being esoteric and saying, hey, know me. It
0: was weird. Okay, that is what it sounded know like. Know me yeah. as a human being is my presence. <laughs> yes, that's exactly what it sounded like. Yeah. All
2: I want for you to be is close to me <laughs> yes. and for you to know me. Oh. <laughs> I want to be known by those who love me.
5: So, would, would, would there be some uh, some some uh, appropriate like Christian underwear?
2: I mean, there's
5: no. got to be some novelty stuff. They, they, they no. you know, they, we're they, trying
2: to get away from
5: novelty, Dan. I'm just
2: saying. You're the reason we have these catalogs. Catalog.
5: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't buy any of it. Any
2: of
0: it. Uh, no, but people go. I bet Dan would love this one. <laughs> well, you <can> love this. <laughs> it's the same reason I can't commit to a tattoo
5: right yeah, with right. Uh, with a religious
0: uh, uh you know a biblical tie like cuz i could never think like does this really mean more to me than other stuff in the bible cuz yeah. i can't think of anything that like really rises to the top like a life verse or something you know so I'm like, once I get it, I'm like, man, I wish I would have put that bone thing with a lash on here. Dang it.
5: <laughs> well, what do you do when you put a Bible verse, you know, tattoo on? And then five years later, you find out, I means something completely different than what you thought at the yeah, time, you yeah, know. That's right. why oh, when I was when I was like 18,
2: 19 years old, when I, I knew nothing about Jesus, like at all. And I was, I mean, rampantly running the opposite direction i was like man i'm gonna get that here am i send me part of isaiah and i'm gonna have like and i i I would go full into it too i'd be like i'm gonna get like you know how people get tattoos of somebody praying and they're like like folded hands in front of some candles isaiah was was bringing war and so it doesn't even make sense to be in candles it makes sense for him to be holding a sword and then in the smoke of the candles that he just blew out because he's ready to go it says, here am I, send me. Uh-huh. And I was going to get that as a back piece, like a oh. full-size back piece. <laughs> oh, that was going to be my opus of my life at 18. I was like, oh, boy. Put that in your I'm Christian's catalog. That. <laughs> Either that or I was like, I'm going to get a giant door that's barely open. And on, the, on one side, it's it's lit up. And on the other side, it's my shadow cast. And then I'm going to get Matthew 7, 7. Ask, it, it will be given to you. Seek, it, you will find. Knock, and the door will be opened to you mm-hmm. on my back. Uh-huh. And I decided against all those
0: things. Yeah, this is wise. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: Temporary tattoos. <laughs> Temporary Christian <laughs> tattoos. Yeah, yeah. Now that, maybe. That's, that that's true. Well yeah. We should do like <laughs> a, a, a one-year trial of uh, maybe not even a year, maybe six months. I feel like it should be longer than I can wash this off in three shant- yeah, like yeah, hours. Yeah, yeah. six, six months like, fade. I wanna, yeah, I want to take a look at this Ezekiel verse for this year. This is my life yeah. verse for the year. I would do one of those. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I
5: think so I'm too. in. Let's develop that. That's definitely
0: a – yeah, we could do that. We can sell that. Okay, good. What else? Like golf balls with a cross on it? Ah, like I, I saw a wallet that had some kind of like uh, had uh, an embroidered cross in there. I said no. Here's ooh, the thing. It's yeah. like whatever you're trying to accomplish, if like the what would Jesus do bracelet didn't do it, or like you changing the background of your phone didn't do it, whatever you're going to buy from this catalog, you going to do it. Mm. You know I, want a,
2: I want a stress ball of a loaf of bread, and it says I am the bread of life on it. Mm. Mm. I'd buy that.
5: Yeah, Yeah.
2: Actually, not even kidding. I'd take that.
5: I had, I had a bread candle. It looked like a loaf of bread candle in in College, <laughs> and it smelled like bread. I mean, I got, yeah, it was, anyway. You okay, just, it just look, smells a the memory <laughs> there. Speaking it of smells bread just candles, it's like really Lebanon. Good.
0: I mean, have you seen these folks that they will like melt butter into like a, a uh, what is it, like a tea candle-looking shape and then freeze it instantly, and like but they'll put a candle wick in it, and then they take a loaf of bread after about an hour, put this butter candle in the middle of it and light it on fire, and then all the butter melts into the bread. Oh no, that's interesting. Doesn't that sound awesome? Yeah, put a little it garlic does. in there. Yeah, a little aioli. Mm. Huh? Yeah.
5: Aoli.
0: yeah. 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 We we'll get a temporary tattoo with the name with no. aioli on it. I was going to
2: say you don't know what aioli is, do you? It's no. Hebrew for
0: butter. No, it's not. <laughs> you don't even know Hebrew. Nope. <laughs> okay. Hebrew. So <laughs> so basically, it's uh, yeah. If they see, they all seem super cheesy. Like one of them was like a four ratchet set. Like a tiny ratchet with four ratchet, you know, four, uh, what am I thinking of? Sockets. What are, sockets. sockets. Four sockets in there. I'm like, no legit dude in the world is going to go, oh, thank you. <laughs> you if might you, be the man for that tool set. If then. you <laughs> could get these
2: at, at like the, the bin section of the Harbor Freight during like Thanksgiving sales. Yeah. 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 And yeah. then slap a Jesus quote on them. They're not a good gift. Yeah. Yeah. Like that's not the good bin to go to. Like it should not be five dollars or okay. less for your Christian husband. So this goes
0: back to that conversation we we're having with Arendelle. The farther you are away from that moment, the more you're apt to buy crappy gifts like this to like remind you of or things. decorate your place. Yeah, with cheesy. I'm, I'm oh, not gosh. saying that like you can't have you know Christian themed stuff at your house, but I guess what I'm saying is like if like it feels like you're you're grasping, you're trying to hold on to a thing, you know that like. I, I don't know, like in that moment, in that moment, when you realize that like like you're broken and he's offering freedom, and all the things that he's ever said about himself is true, and and he believes in all the things that he's said about you, you are not thinking about, man, I wish I could just get this written on a pin. That I could see on my desk. Can I get
2: this on a piece of driftwood that I could put above my bed?
0: Right. You're just immediately you start thinking about all the people you want to tell this to. Right. Yeah, you know, like yeah. in a in a person to person conversation. You know.
5: I just want to get a stuffed little lamb that I could sleep with. Yeah. That's been murdered.
0: <laughs> like the Lord Jesus. <laughs>
5: That's wrong, Dan. I'm
0: sorry. I was, I was not
2: prepared to hear that. <laughs> I, yeah, it's been
5: murdered. Yeah. it took a turn. <laughs> I'm we, like, sorry, we get it, Ben. i still with the white slain. little fluffy lamb. <laughs> That's not the picture. It's it? been murdered. <laughs> it's the, the revelation. What are you, a lamb. goth? It's covered in blood.
0: All right. Why does he lead you beside still waters, but like when he talks, it's rushing waters? I, they're not the same pictures, Mike. They're in the same Bible, Ben.
5: <laughs> You're right. They're in the same Bible, Mike. Now you got it. I'm starting my
0: own denomination.
2: <laughs> Jesus has two states.
0: Rushing water, still water. Welcome to the house of the rushing water. Lambs over here, wolves over there. We won't have deacons. We'll have beacons. It <laughs> couldn't possibly only be four winds. <laughs> Uh okay, it's a, a complaint line. Let us like, is there is there? I, I thought like, okay, Bible. Someone could purchase you a Bible. Yeah. But I wouldn't want someone to buy me a Bible. Yeah, like I I, I would prefer to yeah. choose one, or frankly, just keep my own. Like I don't yeah. want a new one. And so even that, I suppose, like if you were although I like I've purchased Bibles for people who like were new to the faith. Yeah. And like if, but it, they it, don't know. And, right. Right. Yeah. And so it's it's uh which but it's way different than hey I got you a flask. That says water and then has a cross on it, or something like this weird stuff that we've got put in water. Wine comes out.
5: Wine comes out. I want a packet of wheat and tear seeds mixed together. <laughs> what are you doing? What the Bible
0: said? You know, it would be weird to have a flask with a cross on it that says that said, "You shall never thirst again." And, I, and it's like an empty flask; you can't fill it. Yeah, it's right. like a there's a there's, there's a, a cap at the top. There's a thing at the top where you can't put actually put water in it. Is there, do people make like biblical playing cards? What? <laughs> <laughs> cards for
5: humanity? Oh. Like, like who's the, got the Joker? The king, that's right, right. Satan in the garden. <laughs> the King Jesus. Oh no! <laughs> king
0: David, yeah. That'd right. that be Jesus. No. <laughs> no royal flush. Moses over Hezekiah. <laughs> Queen of Sheba. <laughs> <laughs> we really need to
2: develop this. Okay, that seems important. <laughs> we, they would sell like hotcakes. That was great. Okay,
0: temporary, temporary, uh, longer, temporary Christian themed tattoos
5: and a deck of biblical playing cards. Biblical playing cards. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I would do that because that's that's actually funny to me. Like, yeah, I would yeah. enjoy it. Okay. We were looking into doing cards last year, and, and, and I was looking all over the place. Remember? We were going to do that for Christmas. Oh, yeah. What and like, do they was it was yes. expensive. It was a fortune, right? Yeah.
2: Monopoly cost a, a fortune, too. Yeah. Or maybe buy. that
5: was it. We were doing Monopoly. Monopoly oh, yeah, was right. Gonna,
2: Life like, of the like, path, that was it. or something?
0: Right, because yeah, like uh, we got the complaint line, it, like giving us some options. And some yeah, right. Yeah,
5: but then I found out you can't do it for real. You get it from Etsy or something, and yeah, someone makes right. it. So it's like a fake. And it's someone like I can make take a fake. Forever one. To make it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. 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 Can
0: they be really cheesy drawings of Moses, like really old school looking? Yeah. Like like, tra- like Charlton Heston. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I think that's <laughs> fine. sure. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'll, I'll put the thought on that. Maybe we can pull that together, we'll put it. In, we still have to do the secular versus Solomon card game. And oh, uh, work yep. on putting that to we that, can work on that Yeah. Okay. Anyway, if you have any ideas, uh, what uh, what type of non cheesy uh, Christian themed item would you uh, dudes? Maybe actually, yeah, dudes or ladies is fine. Like, would you be okay to receive?
5: Okay. Now, now you guys bought locusts. I mean, we could do chocolate covered locusts. That's true. Make a holiday, you know, theme mint and yes, chocolate. And-
0: That's true. <laughs> That's true.
5: You can expand upon it. Now,
0: I, 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 I was okay with the, lo- like, to try, I guess. If someone, if, I don't know, if someone got me, I'd be like, oh, well wow, that's kind of cool. Never yeah. mind, I'd be in for it. Can we do promised land baskets with,
2: like, milk and honey in them?
0: Yeah. You better drink that fast, though. And milk don't
2: last. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you see somebody in these lands, though, you got to kick them out. Yeah. yeah. you got to rid,
0: everybody, got to get rid of all of them. <laughs> uh... Oh, oh, never mind. That's that's not funny. All right, Uh move <laughs> up. You had it. You had to ask the pastor.
5: <laughs> you know, I never say that. That's I, not I was just about to say. <laughs> I say I'm
2: terrified. Don't say it. But I'm terrified <laughs> of what might have come from. Oh no, I can't that's say that. That's, that's not, that's not that's funny. That's I got about three in, my head, in my head. Whatever that was. I've censored myself six times <laughs> in the last fourteen years. I can't say that. That's, I've said some raunchy stuff on this show. Okay. Um, all right. So ask the pastor this week. So. Uh, in Matthew 16 is when um uh Jesus asks, like, who am I? And yep. and who do people say I am right. And and Peter affirms that he, he believes that Jesus is the Son of God, right? The Messiah. And uh Jesus responds and says, you know, on this rock I will build my church, right? Like yep. that's the that's the, the big thing. What is a church at that point in time? Like The Greek word is the what? Ecclesia, is that right? Yeah. Yep. So that's but that's like the first time that pops up as as a word, and so conceptually, church really isn't a thing at this point in time. Like they've got the temple, and they've got the tabernacle, and they've got all like all that Old Testament stuff that still exists in Jerusalem. But like the word church doesn't really have a meaning up to this point, as far as I understand. And so I got as I was reading it, I got confused to thinking like. Does, is Peter taking that incorrectly? Like, is he understanding that that means that, like, the 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 community of the body of Christ in my kingdom, I will build on this rock that that you just said, right? Or who you are on
1: this truth? This, yeah, on this, on this truth. Yes. Yeah, exactly.
2: So, like, mm. but like. I, it's not in the Old Testament anywhere as far as I understand. Is there just, is it a translation thing that there is a word that would have been similar to this in Hebrew, that it's just translated into church because it's now Greek that's being translated because it's a New Testament book? Like, what's happening here? Because it confused me. Yeah.
0: Well, do us our first well, well,
5: I'm going to say, Jesus has been spending all his time talking about the kingdom. Agreed. Yep. You know, preaching Much a kingdom, lot kingdom, in kingdom, three kingdom. chapters so, prior. So I think just context, is just what that's why he's there about. I mean I can't tell you the I haven't done a, a you know no, and that's fair word yeah. study on it in, right. in recent years. But uh that that'd be my first initial uh thought that it's it's the context of everything he's been teaching and preaching and mm-hmm. and that's a big moment there. Yeah you right know there they're where uh there are altar uh temples to pan, the guy yep. pan, you know all all these right sexual like the worst of the worst is happening right in yep. front of their eyes right. there. And he's like this this the kingdom's gonna come and it's gonna blow this all up. Right. You know and, and so I, I'm thinking that's this, this this thing that we're building. That's that's what he's talking about. Okay. I think I think in the context, they would have understood that. Gotcha. That, that, that's okay. Yeah. S- simple answer. I don't—I I think it's less of a translation as you—the like,
0: Old Testament didn't need a word for it. Right. Right. Like, it talked—they Um. They thought of themselves—like, mm-hmm. contextually, they were a nation of yes, people. Yes, exactly. Right. right. And yeah. so, like, there was no reason to say a church— Right, because like mm-hmm. the, really, the reference is primarily you're talking about the, a community of believers under a common set yes, of beliefs, right. and like the nation of Israel itself would have been that. So right. there was not a reason to talk about that, and even even when they did, like think of the after the exile, you're talking about a remnant, mm-hmm. like but you're still talking about a group of a remnant yeah. of a group of people still known, yeah, right, yes. Yeah. And so I think it's not in the Old Testament, um, simply because there was no reason, there wasn't kind of. a context in mm-hmm. which you would need to refer to it that way. Now, what Jesus is – in Jesus' scenario, he has to – he's calling out something that is different. It's distinct, right? right? Yeah. Like the community of people who are otherwise uh, founded and bound together by the reality that he just said. Yeah. That's a – so that's that community, the ecclesia, the, mm-hmm. the community or church if yeah. you want to talk about it that way. Right. And so like ignore church-like building-like yeah, whatever. Yeah, right. You're talking a community of, of followers bound by this real this reality is the foundation of how that community is defined. Right, and that's what he's referring to as the church. And so I think that's gotcha. Think that's okay, that makes on. sense. And I mean, it, work, it works within the
2: context of like the essentially, the the Kingdom building that Jesus has been doing and and setting apart like what is it, the major discourses of Matthew that exist where it's like what what is Jesus talking about? Like this is societally how you act in the kingdom. This is how you act to your family in the kingdom. This is how you act to non-believers in the kingdom. Like there's a lot of for lack of a better term, world building, if you will, of like, this is how my kingdom, my father's kingdom will run. It's exactly how this is going to go. So Mm -hmm. it does make sense. It just, like I said, I was just slowly reading it. It was the first time I stopped and thought to myself, like, that's the first time I've seen the word church at all. And he's talking
5: future there. I will build my... And Right, exactly. And that's
2: why I was thinking, I was like, I wonder if there's like, I don't know if there's there's side conversations that obviously happen that we don't have recording of that, like, Jesus may have said this at some point in time. It was just never recorded in a gospel that way of exactly you, you as you say peter on this rock i will build my church and it's like oh okay that kind of makes sense where we're at but did that mean anything to peter at that time like did it did it did it hit the same way that it hits us is it was my question so. yeah
0: yeah yeah and i do i think to reiterate they um it was important to call out that that is the foundation because that is the fundamental split with the right. judaism yes. at the time right. right and so like this is this We are clear, this is distinct, this is the thing that, which will bind and define this new community yeah, going forward. That makes sense. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, that was my question there. Okay, good. Hey, if you've got an Ask the Pastor, uh, hit up that uh, Life from the Path complaint line, and we'd love to be able to, to see if we can not narrow it out for you. All right, um, let's give some advice. Dear, Life from the Path. I'm at a book club. I started with friends 13 years ago. The 12 of us have grown close and value, appreciate, and respect each other. I recently invited a childhood friend to join. She's an avid reader. Live from the path, although she's a nice person, she simply does not fit in with the group. She talks too much, tends to brag a lot, and makes insensitive comments. Mm-hmm. An example, two of us are leaving on a cruise soon, and she shared how tacky and claustrophobic she thinks those trips are. The rest of the group was appalled, and I feel awful that I introduced her into my longtime book club. On the other hand, I cannot fathom telling my childhood friend the group would prefer she not attend. I am sure it would be hurtful.
5: A few of us are hoping you will have a solution. Please help. A solution? Well, she's made it clear that, that nobody's welcome. It's their long time, long term. They've been doing this forever. You know, it's a very closed circle. Yeah. And they're trying to. I mean, it was really nice of her to, to think she could invite. So I think, I think every small church out there that's like, hey, we're going to bring someone in, and and they talk like they want to bring people in, but then when someone comes in, they're all like, people are looking at them like, well, you don't belong here. Why, right, why, why are right. you here, you know? and It's the body language and tone of voice and all this stuff kind of tells them, oh, no, I don't really belong here, and they leave. And that's kind of what they've done to this poor friend of hers. I'm also
2: interested to hear what, what kind of brags this woman is doing. <laughs> like, yeah. is it book-based brags? <laughs> like, is it like, oh, I read 30,000 pages
0: last month. What did you do, Brumilde? Yeah. I got through the pride <laughs> and the prejudice. <laughs>
5: I have a signed copy.
0: Uh, we well, yeah, like I know, the the uh, uh, that
2: offensive the thing they were offended at, like cruises are. Yeah, I mean I can see why someone would make the connection, but maybe the gal was just like I don't like cruises. Yeah, it's a relationship yeah. problem. It they're very just easily up with stuff. could have right. been <laughs> like, hey man, I love French toast. It's my favorite thing on the planet. And one of you
0: guys goes, man,
2: French toast is the they're worst. Sure, they're, they're Like, circle like is why threatened. would why would I not want waffles? Yeah. Like why would I not want waffles? That's and right. And I
0: go. <gasps> How dare you? You should be able to disagree without being how, offended. How yeah. dare you friends can about the yeah. claustrophobia of friends?
5: If terms. Mildred didn't have said the same thing, it'd be okay. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. You'd know, be yeah. like, oh, yeah, yeah, you're right. Your 13-year,
2: yeah. 12-person yeah. book club, which is, I mean, wonderful. good wonderful. on you yeah. for yeah. keeping that
0: together for 12
5: years. That's wrong, yeah.
0: But like... That's yeah. the same time we've roughly been doing the show. 13, actually. Yeah. And can how you many imagine bringing someone else in
5: here? We'd be all like, eh, uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, We're going true. on a cruise. Oh, yeah, stupid. <laughs> I'm
2: going to be honest. If either of you said I'm going on a cruise soon, I would sit there and go, oh, I get super claustrophobic on ships. And very,
0: very, <laughs> very offended, seasick dude. constantly. I don't, I don't even understand do. the claustrophobia. I mean, you're in the wide ocean. Well, n- well, you're in a cabin, though. Well, get out, really
2: out of there. You really can't get in, in the ocean.
0: Stand mm-hmm. on the deck. <laughs>
2: Look around a bit. <laughs> I simultaneously have agoraphobia and claustrophobia. <laughs> I can't be involved in open spaces or closed spaces. I need this <laughs> to be a real Goldilocks zone. <laughs>
0: Okay. Where's the poop dick? All right, so our, our, uh, would we recommend that she, like, for the benefit of the friend, say, "Look, it's not working out. It's not uh, you.
5: It's us." Because that's embarrassing. <laughs> it's Not
2: you. It's us. It's. Yeah. Emb- I mean, if you this is your childhood that-
5: friend, can you have a conversation with her? Here's what I, th- I think. I think she needs to have a conversation with the other twelve mm-hmm. and say, "You know what, guys? We're you know, let's just lighten up. Let, let, let's open up here a little bit. You know, and, and this is hard." It's always been our little group, but let's let's do what we can. Yeah, you know, and
0: you feel like everybody has a couple groups of friends that just they're, yeah. they don't mix. You
5: oh, know yeah. what I'm saying oh, like man. they
0: just they don't cross lines, and like you found a way to navigate through both areas of friendships. But like, if you're like, if this I, this guy met this guy, you don't think this is going to be a mega friendship? You go, this is going to be a disaster. Yeah, we're no, yeah, right. just two different right. operations, and so really, this is your fault. You've invite, You've known your friend. If your friend is blurting out in a group of 12 people that she barely knows, tacky references and, like, insulting people, there's no way you did not know that That's ahead true. of time. This isn't the first time. Yeah, you should have been like, I don't know. I don't know if these ladies are going to take this in
2: right, you know? You're probably in your 60s, and if this is a childhood friend, this might have been 40-plus years of friendship. Mm, yeah. yeah. You know Ethel.
0: Yeah. Right, yeah, to right. Dan's point, though, I think it's worth at least one shot to try to call this group into some introspection and say, look, are, are we not being our best selves here? Because we're just right. too used to um to being around each other. There's probably a good book that could t- teach them yes. something on that. Yes, that's yeah. right. How to Win Friends and Influence People. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> true. And
5: Influence Mildred.
0: Yeah,
2: exactly. <laughs> win friends
0: and kick Mildred out of
2: the book club.
5: I <laughs> mean, have, have you ever had, like, in your children, when they have, like, a sleepover or something, and they bring in friends from two parts of their worlds, so they mm-hmm. come in and it's a disaster? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had that, and it's just like... Uh, let's not bring those right, in so. at the same time. That's right. Don't mix these people. Right. You know? Like we're well, we having a party, though. It's like ah, that was not a party. That was a cry fest. And I was like, eh. Uh huh. So, yeah. so it never changes. They're just sixty years later. <laughs> <laughs> so the question was,
0: uh, let's see. Uh, few of us are hoping that you will have a solution. Yes, we do. Change your ways. You so-
2: could have a conversation on both sides
0: to the twelve apostles with
2: you, and to your lady friend. What are you going to say to the lady friend? <clears throat> I feel like if
0: you've been friends since childhood and she's I, come in doing this kind of stuff. Is that the sense I is this childhood, childhood friends? Friend. Okay, okay, I got it. Okay. I mean you could, that's the thing, is like it just depends on your level of friendship, right? Like if, if Boova showed up and blew up a room right. of my people, like I w- there's no way I would hesitate saying, Hey man I would like, fully expect you to. They were super excited about that cruise and you called it tacky. Like that's kinda rough, you know, like where'd that come from? <laughs> I think I mean you could just pick an example and say, What was that about? Well I do think they're tacky. Well, I mean, you barely know these people and they don't you like they don't know that like you actually still love them. You basically just, you know, crapped yeah. all over their vacation. Yeah. That was They yeah. get joy out of something and you went I don't. That's stupid. Yeah, I mean, that's a cheese grater, man. <laughs> but if yeah. you but if if you do not give someone a chance to change, it's not a friendship, it's an audition. Yeah. Right? Like yeah. so, yes. so so like everybody who should be able to fail and screw up in any yes. given situation at least once without any particularly firm repercussions you have to give people a chance to change otherwise Mm -hmm. you're they're there to serve you right and so you should recognize that you're behaving that way
5: because honestly we we have this conversation in the church all the time you know we have we encourage people to get into small groups so they have small groups and then those people have shared experiences so then you have these little pods of people that sit around. So if someone else comes in and they're not invited, you know, they they feel excluded from all yep. the little pods right, yep. and we're always telling people, open up your pod, let people in, right, yeah. you, you know, stop being a jerk. Right. You, you just have to keep reminding them. And they're all like, yeah, they'll agree and smile and nod. Yes, we must be welcoming. But then their body language, they circle up and the people on the outside trying to get in, you know, and it's so uncomfortable when we have to bring somebody in. I don't want to bring someone in. We ha- I can, we can talk about our taco Tuesday last week. Uh-huh. They, <laughs> they, they, they didn't experience that with us. And- they yep. have years of books that they've done together, and Can't they just got to mature and let right. him, let her, let the new friend in. Yep. All right. Segular says, "How about being completely
0: honest? Tell your childhood friend that if she wants to remain a member of the book club, she will have to brag and talk less, and refrain from making insensitive comments. If she asks what you mean by that, repeat the example you shared with me." Postscript.
5: Don't let her be herself.
0: Yeah. Now, what, now here's the thing. Postscript. If, if she's she's new. She's she's new to this group. Postscript. Like- I say. Wait a minute! Oh, there's more. <laughs> Wait, what? Oh, sorry. Postscript: <laughs> While I can understand why the two of you who are going on the cruise might have been shocked into silence, it would have been better if those two had spoken up and confronted your friend about why she would volunteer something so negative.
5: I didn't think it was that bad. Yeah, couldn't you say,
0: "Oh, I'm sorry, you don't like cruises"? We I do. Mean, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> some yeah. people that go on cruises—that's like half their identity.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like it really is. That's a the like, personal
0: problem, I guess.
2: Yeah, agreed. I'm just saying, like I—I've known some people that like it's their whole life. That they're yeah. like, "Oh, I'm, I'm
0: and good for them." All I yeah.
2: am is in between cruises. Yeah. Like I, that's fantastic. I'm super yeah. excited for you. Like, we'll I, never go on a
0: cruise, but I'm not going to tell you that. I guess if this person is new to the group, like I—I I would just build in some brag. They're trying. They're trying to make a good impression. They yeah. don't know the level. Like uh, that's what people tend to do. You meet someone. For, like you should always take someone's braggadocio the first gate out and go. Maybe they're just trying. They don't know where the level is yeah. and they want to look good and so they're overdoing it. If it happens the third time, okay, then I think you re- have a different conversation. But like you know, just they're they're probably nervous and they're they know they're walking into a group of which they don't know all these people. And um, they're just probably not going to get it right. So, like, I suppose I need to know, is this just, re- like, small interactions or, like, has this been going on for six months now and right. you can't figure out what to do with it? Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I'm I always like to, in a in a brand new situation, I always like to talk to people as if I've known them forever and then see how it shakes out. And it has gone very poorly <laughs> in some situations and uh, or we've made, like, instant friendships. Yeah, right. And so, like, maybe she's just doing that, right? She, I would have said, if if Ben's like, hey, I'm going on a cruise, I'm like, what the heck? That's a stupid waste of money, yeah. right? Like, I would definitely have said something like that to yeah. my friend that I've known forever. And so, like, maybe she just kind of misfired, you know?
2: There's also something to be taken in. Like, this is definitely, I don't think, ooh, I don't believe that this is a group of old fellas. I think this seems to be a group of old ladies. Mm-hmm. And I can only imagine the, like, cost of entrance to get into an old ladies group that they have been friends for 12 years or 13 years or whatever, and then the childhood friend of one of the longstanding members essentially auditioning to be among the 13, right? Like, that's a huge cost of entrance. You're absolutely right. There's
0: a lot of frigging braggadocio into
2: that. Yeah. I'm going to show up and tell you exactly how great I am mm-hmm. and why I should be
0: here and right. why I'm, I'm I'm such good friends with. Right, exactly. Margo. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
2: I'm I'm in an executive level interview right now. Like I'm not interviewing at a call center job. Like I'm showing up with everything
0: I friggin' got.
5: Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, probably a little nervous and all that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
0: Larry, the last here one. Okay. Dear life from the Path, Where is the line and how can I find it between not judging someone? and holding them accountable for their behavior. I know every situation is different, but is there some general guidance you can offer? That is the most sincere
2: question I've ever yeah. heard
0: from Dear Live of the Path. Yeah.
5: Ma- maybe book. if if your, if your goal is to help them improve their their life and grow, as opposed to just n- knock them down, I think that seems to be a difference. Yeah. That love. comes to mind.
0: Yeah. I, I would uh, say a, a lot of it has to do with your... Um, with your attitude. And so like, and, yeah. Like holding someone accountable, here's the thing. You're not a, I don't care who you are, you're not a heavy, especially if you're talking adults. Like you you really have, you have no means, you can't enforce any consequences on anybody, mm-hmm. right? And so the best you can hope to do is encourage them to do something on their own because you cannot force them to do it. And so you're, um, a lot of times when we say hold them accountable, we mean like be a, a jack wagon. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. oh, hey, uh, did you? You're supposed to read your Bible five times this week. Did you do it? No, I made four. Well, you're failing. How do you feel about your failure? Right? Yeah. Like, like just like. And there's it's much different than going. Did hey, you know you're failing? It's much. There's there's a difference between helping someone, finding ways to encourage them, give them uh, reminders, suggestions. Hey, checking in. How's your Bible reading going? Is much different than are you screwing it up like you were last time. When are, you, when are you going to get tired of feeling so disappointed in yourself and, so, and get it better? You know what I'm saying? Like A lot of times, even in Christian circles, our accountability looks like like we're working on God's behalf as his, like, side men with yeah. the bats yeah. and the clubs. And, like, I, I just—it it works every once in a while in moments for certain people, but it is not sustainable. What people need sustainably is encouragement. They need to know that when, even when they sucked at something, that, like, you're not going anywhere— and that you believe that they can that they can accomplish the thing that they want, not the thing that you want on their behalf. Yeah. And so I, I, I would be just—it's uh, not implicit on how you frame the question, but a lot of time where things go awry on accountability is U-turn is like their, their fealty stops being to Jesus, and it starts being to this conversation with you. And that's the thing you want to stay out of because you're not going to be with them all the time. And frankly, your things that need to point to King Jesus need to stay pointing at King Jesus. Yeah, accountability is permission-based anyway, right? Like, they have to ask for it. Right. Like, we, there are levels of accountability that don't include you, like, you know, verbally berating people and, like, bringing the consequences. You know, like, some people are just like, I need you to check up on me every once in a while, right? Like, And so, but accountability is, is, is permission-based. Uh, like, to Ben's point, though, like, it has a lot to do with the motivation of the person that you're talking about, right? Like, if they want to change... And they're asking for your help. You have an invitation to speak into their life, and that's fine. Um, if their behavior is causing uh, hurt or pain, or something that you can't you can't sustain, right? Like that, you can't hold over. Like everybody gets to screw up, and and you know everybody gets to have in and outs. But like if it's if the weight of their choices is is affecting you in a way that you cannot sustain it. Um. then, like, you're not judging anymore. You're just letting natural consequences play out, right? And so that's not judgment either. Like, the Bible's pretty clear. It's like, judge not lest you be judged. Like, God gets to call the balls and strikes here, right? But he's laid out a framework for freedom. And so by encouraging them, all you're doing is pointing them to freedom. You're saying, look, this is where the freedom is. I hear what you're saying, but that still chains, right? Like, you're, just, you're encouraging towards freedom. And accountability is the same way, right? Like, accountability can work that way, too. It's like, hey, man, um, I'm worried that I'm going to I'm gonna walk by the chains and see them differently today, than, or see them differently in a couple of days than I'm seeing it right now. Will you remind me what freedom looks like in a couple of days? Just send me a text or something, you know? And so, like, accountability can, first of all, accountability is asked for. And so that's permission-based. And as far as judging goes, we don't got any uh, authority to be judging other people. But you do have the the mind that god gave you to be able to allow consequences to bear themselves out and so if that means that like you have to change the way you interact with them or you have to like let their consequences land on them because of a choice that they've made right that's not necessarily punitive or judgy that's just what it is you know and i think that's that's the distinction right like even even um don't judge lest you be judged like i mean the bible's very clear you're calling people to discernment so like you are, it's you are making judgment calls. But like what it's calling, what it's trying to keep you from doing is like you are supposed to look at people with hope. The problem with judging the way the the way that that was trying to get at was, um, you've placed someone in a bucket as if they cannot like that is them and they cannot right. move from it. It was a lack. It was is it was failing to look at people with hope. Yeah. Because Jesus doesn't fail to look at people with hope. Yeah, and it's, it's like paths. that was the thing that humans can't handle very well. You can you're supposed to have discernment and you're supposed to look at people with with a level of hope and opportunity. And it is not your gig to go, dude's lost, lost forever. Love Ben. Yeah. That's yeah. the foul. And like as much as you think that you can probably handle that one, you're a phony. You can't do it anyway. And to Dan's point, like your body your body language will give you away. or the Or the way that you approach the conversation or the way that you duck the conversation. Like all these things are like can be taken in by human senses to know that it's not actually comfortable. Your words are not as convincing as you believe them to be. And so your heart posture has to be different. Uh, where you're approaching people with hope uh, in a way that says, you know, even if you know things about, like Christianity struggles with this so hard, right? Like you, you, you know, people are like choosing to walk in chains, and they've made their whole life decision based on chains, and you're like, Ugh. and all you see is the chains, right? And all God sees is the freedom. That's not fair. That's not completely true, uh, but but like God sees the the situation for what it is. But like all God is offering is the freedom. Like, he's he's not walking around offering condemnation. He's walking around offering freedom. And so, like that, if, if our posture is like that, then actually this question is moot. You don't have to worry about either one. All right. Secular says, uh, when you judge another person, it implies that you hold yourself above them. By judging someone, you are not necessarily holding that person accountable. Holding someone accountable doesn't necessarily mean you're judging the person, but rather establishing a boundary you feel shouldn't be crossed. I mean, that's a judgment. Uh, what, but they're, to your point, Mike, they're agreeing. They're saying, hold me accountable to this thing. Yes. But, but really, again, if you think of it in a healthy way, what really they should be saying or what you should hear there is not make me do this thing. It's like I'm asking for your help for me to remember the motivation I had in this moment yeah. and to remember the reasons of which I'm doing these things, which means those are positive reminders. Hey, man, I was supposed to exercise – Three times this week, I've only done it once, and someone goes, hey, I'm just reminding you, like, you wanted this. You felt like it was important for your health, um, and so I just want to remind you, like, that's what you had said to me, and so I'm, I'm reminding you that, that you said that was important to you. Do you want me to go on a run with you today or something, right? That, that's a way you can hold people accountable But, like, what are you going to do? If they say, oh, I don't really want to, you're going to run for them? You're going to grab their legs and make them walk? Like, you cannot force it. And so stop acting like – often that seems silly, right, that you would do with your arms. But how many times are we trying to do that with our voice? We're using our voice to shove them down the street so they walk a few steps or to eat the different thing or to stop smoking or whatever it is you're trying to stop doing. Uh, And so, like – it, it's it doesn't seem as bad to use your voice but like i just it's um it's often demotivating to be honest with you like uh, the accountability that comes with a heavy human hand is just demotivating to people like you want sustainable motivation and you get it by encouraging them and being um and being that you can't run dry that like even when they've lost all their motivation you're there going no i think you can do it let me run, let me go with you let me help you go pick out some groceries let me let, let let's throw the cigarettes away do you like f- do you think that it's unfair cuz like I feel like I've categorized like um you know heaven and hell this way before you know where I've said like, like 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 the bible uses judgment language and I will generally break it down to just consequences of choices yeah right like and and so like is that a is that too soft of a rendering right like is the uh, the bible is using judgment for a reason as if it carries right cuz it does carry a punishment connotation to it that's a natural consequence you you chose forever to be absent of god and his attributes and the description of god's missing attributes are darkness and uh forever torment yeah. and absence of his hope yeah and so that's a natural consequence to saying that God can go pounce. Not on. a cheapening of the way that Bible the, the Bible talks. No, about. I, again, like I think sometimes uh, I, the people look for that because they want to use it as the threat, as if that's the motivator. And to be honest with you, like sometimes a stark reality really shakes a man up. Like uh, I've been in some situations where, like, I was probably encouraging some guy for nine or ten months in something, and like finally, I just i i i collected evidence of the impact of how he was behaving, and I sent it to him. Where every other time I talked to him over the last nine months was like, dude, it's just a blip in the road, man. You're forever can change this morning. I I, I know God, like God's working on this in you. I need you to let him. Uh, and like it just up, up hills and valleys, hills and valleys. And then and there's one thing where I thought, you know, he needs to see this. He needs to see the impact of what this is doing. And so I showed it to him. And then, I, frankly, things have been, I wasn't my miracle or anything, but like to see it come back from somebody else and go, oh, oh, right. That's, that's, I, I was, he wasn't seeing it in that light. And then things helped change for him a little bit. And so like uh, the realities of an eternal separation from God, this isn't, you better follow Jesus or this is what you're going to get. The thing is, is that like what you're doing, this is the end. This is what you're building. Are you sure this is what you want to build? Yeah. Because uh, again, like people, Jesus is not going to force you to spend forever with him. No one wants to spend forever in heaven with a guy who do not want to be there. And so – but do you, do you realize that you think that there's a third, fourth, fifth, fiftieth way of which you get to be without God as an attributes and have it not be terrible? And that's where you're mistaken. And, like, that's just a fact. That's a communication issue. But I'm not going to go, dude, you better follow Jesus, otherwise you're going to end up in the fiery depths of hell. Because, like, I, I'm I'm calling them, a, like, away from, from evil as opposed to to glory. And, like, Jesus is offering the glory. He needs to know Jesus. AJ, like again, same same premise. Actually, you don't want to be in heaven forever with a guy who goes, "Look, I don't even know if I want to be here. I just know that I didn't want to go to Jersey. I didn't want to be there, and so that's why I'm here. Just tell me where the salad bar is. Like, what's not a forever that anybody wants?
2: Hey, I haven't asked the pastor. Is there a salad bar in heaven?
0: Yes. Okay. Yes, that's a slam. It's a guarantee. It's next no to the hoo-hot. <laughs> the prime rib has the same caloric intake as a salad because the Lord loves you.
2: I don't know if this is just telling of me being a little fat Christian kid sometime ago, uh-huh. but I had a legitimate thought in my mind for years that there was going to be a McDonald's buffet in heaven. Like That was a real yeah. part of my childish theology. That was like, I'm super excited to meet my family members by the, the Fanta fountain. That's at the all-you-can-eat McDonald's buffet. A lot of people because are there because Jesus of McDonald's. Just like I had completely figured it out. I was like, Jesus loves me, and he knows I love Mickey D's. Yeah. Yeah. Why would he not give me my own personal McDonald's buffet? Meet my family
0: at the Fanta Fondue. Exactly. For- forever with Jesus.
2: Like He's going he's gonna to love me. I'm going to open those gates, and he'd be like, Big Mac, buddy. <laughs> and then there's no calories in heaven. Okay, sorry about that.
0: You've been listening to Live from the Path. Thanks for hanging out with us so far, uh, I guess, for the whole evening. We're we're, we're cutting a trail here. Um, make sure, again, go hook up with uh, Jeff Arendale's socials. See him at the show. And if you do see him, uh, say, uh, hey, man, I heard about you on Live from the Path. We get a little, little rep out there that people say, hey, going on Live from the Path brings in the people. Yeah, And so just go ahead and say that. Also, if you go to the McDonald's or the Texas Roadhouse. You should go, hey, I heard about this. They were talking about (laughs) Live from the Past. That's fine too. Because if we could get some free rolls or something, that seems good. Actually, just about anywhere that's not nefarious, you should say that. Yeah, I heard you go on a cruise. Yeah. We talked about cruises. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Carnival cruise line.
2: I heard about you guys on this show called Live from the Past. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you should do that. Just go ahead and name drop it. We talk about all kinds of things. I'm sure we talked about it some, all every gas station. Sure, we've, we've hashtagged like
2: Taylor Swift. We took a, a part of that like Eagles thing that happened that one time. Yeah. by putting the eagle head yeah. or the puppet on the microphone.
0: Right. We ride waves here. Yeah. that's what we do. We're in on it. So anyway, do that. Also, let us know what you think of the show. You rate the show on your favorite podcast app. Share it if you want to. Go ahead and take the old link on the uh, podcast application you got and share. And just post it on Facebook and say, I listen to these fellas every once in a while. Don't judge me. That's fine. That's fine. Put that on out there. In the mean, we're going to put a show together here pretty soon. Uh, next week, week after, I'm not sure. But in the meantime, be faithful in the means. God will handle the ends. You've been listening to Live from the Path. Now, this isn't the standard tune. What is this? No one else can hear this, right? This is just me. It feels like Travesty. something weird's happened in my mind. Take it in, Booba. Sounds like a Creed song. No longer I regret this. Zone. I'm mesmerized by it. I really am. It's like a tractor beam. What is this? Pillow. It's by the same guy who sings their our normal tune. Oh, it just switched. This sounds like
2: menacing video game music from 1982. Or like you're about to get be attacked by
0: a string of killer Christmas trees. <laughs> <laughs> this is very Clockwork Orange. Oh, you'll pay Something like that. That's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that so much. <laughs> what is this a jazz odyssey and now a fever dream? I would apologize for wasting your time, but you're still listening. I. This is a person. You've chosen this.
2: It's like the end of Deadpool three, like or Deadpool two. It's it's no. It's over. You gotta go.
0: Okay, we go. Gotta... You gotta. I thought something crazy was gonna happen. <laughs> <young>. It's oh, <laughs>
2: the anticipation is killing me. <laughs> Oh, hey, okay, hey, hey, now we sound right. Hey, there it is. Okay, then
0: the okay. funk bass is kicked in. Now we can leave. You're welcome. You've been listening to live from the path. Dig that funky action, and we'll see you next week. Yeah, yeah, that really turned around. <laughs>